Welcome to this episode of Everyday Leader Podcast with myself, Giovanni Cleary. And on today's episode, I want to talk about self-leadership. I believe that all good leadership and great leadership starts with self. So what I mean by that is that each leader has to have the ability to be self-motivated, to be a self-starter, to have great awareness and have great reflection in order to be aware as to how they're showing up as a leader each and every given day, in order to know what's needed to lead the given environment, people in it, uh, or the outcomes that are needing to be achieved. So it all starts with self. It all starts with you if you're leading yourself in this life, whether that be leading your morning, getting yourself ready for the day ahead, setting yourself up, leading yourself into the day. It all starts with knowing yourself, knowing your values, your beliefs, and whatever the principles are that drive each and every decision that you make in your life. So I'm just going to run through some tips of what I feel um, that have helped me and that I strongly believe are the foundation for any good self-leadership, which then turns into great leadership of others when they're in your care or business, um, community or environment whether you're a parent or yeah you're a a CEO Uh, so first one is practicing self-reflection so to to me self-reflection is reflecting upon how you've shown up and what you've the impact that you've made on the people around you in that given day Uh, and and having those moments in your day whether it be driving home in the shower or sitting in a little bit of meditation or some form of reflection as to what what impact you had today and maybe positive and negatively. Uh, second one is identifying your own strengths and weaknesses. So if you know that you have a weakness in a certain area, finding ways that you can bring that weakness up and also not spending too much time refining something that's already a strength of yours and not giving that too much attention because that is that is your strength. Like in order to be a more balanced leader or leading yourself more balanced, um, bringing up those areas that you feel m- might be a weakness. But there's a little bit of vulnerability in that because you've got to work out what that weakness might be and sometimes that might be someone else sharing that with you. Um, so, Or you seeking uh, feedback from others to find out what, what they believe that weakness might be. And that's probably uh, the next tip is embracing and asking for that feedback, uh, whether that be family, your partner, Um, your work colleagues, whether that's someone above you or below you uh, in in whatever that hierarchy might be in your organisation. 
or it could be a contractor or someone that you do business with or you there's an association with each and every day as to ways that you could show up differently or ways that you could execute your role um, to a greater degree or um, more seamlessly. Uh, the next one is continuously learning in the area that you're leading people in or leading a business in or leading, it could be sales, it could be um, it could be doing drop shipping or it could be anything, but always learning and continuing to learn and mastering that area so you can lead better in that given area. Next one is making smart goals. So that these are this is like something that I've probably only done in maybe like the last five years, I would say, is making goals specific, measurable, relevant, and a set date and time uh, for the outcome of those goals. So it's having something that's specific to what you what you want uh, in your life um, or you're wanting to achieve. Be really, really specific about what that is, what that goal is. Having as little ambiguity as possible in whatever that goal might be. The more broad you are with that, the more you'll easily let yourself off the off the rack as such for not achieving it because you weren't specific enough with that goal. And then outlining measurables to that given goal. So having something that's measurable. So an example of not measurable is like becoming more um, spiritual. Like it's it's too broad. It's too, there's no measurables to it. So it's making goals that are very, very specific, like X amount of money by X amount of time, X amount of uh, achievement in this area by X amount of time, making something that's measurable so you can actually look at some data and know that you've achieved your goal or you've got close to your goal or you've pushed completely past your goal. And then also making and creating um, steps in order to get to that goal and then breaking that goal down and working backwards from that goal. So an example is if, say, my goal is to climb Mount Everest, for example, it's knowing that, okay, Mount Everest is 5,000 metres above sea level. So I'm now going to ha- go out and have to do some climbing at smaller heights to start getting myself there or running a marathon. It's, it's whatever your goal is going to be, it's going, you're going to have to start. You're going to have to have a start point and your end point and start working your way there and having checkpoints as to, where you need to be at what given time as well. Also in your life in general or with goals is creating a priority ladder of um, what's most important that you need to achieve like now or you need to focus on right now in order to work towards that goal. And if it's something that's not relevant right now and it's not going to get you to whatever your goals are at the given time, it needs to be pushed further down the priority ladder because it's just a distraction really at the end of the day unless it is something important, unless it's something that has to coincide with that goal. Like 
picking your children up or going to your children's sports or foundations that you need to have for your family. Those are still going to have to be in the mix with the the other priorities and the priority of achieving your goal. Then, it, then it's also emotionally connecting with your goal. So for an example of this is, is having an outcome in mind, but then also knowing and having a bit of an idea as to how you're going to feel when you achieve that goal. So if I was to climb Mount Everest, I would feel very accomplished. I would feel quite elated. I'm probably going to feel quite exhausted by the time I get there, but I'm going to have such a, an emotional charge uh, and my self-worth and self-belief is going to be like sky high from doing so. Being able to achieve something like that, like that not, not many people do in this world. So it's emotionally connecting with whatever that whatever that goal looks like, whatever the outcome is that you're wanting to achieve. So another example of it is working, um, at the moment I'm doing a training and assessor um, Cert 4. So at the end of that training and assessor Cert 4, um, I am now then qualified to do the job that I'm currently doing in my workplace. And I also get more money when I do so. So it's my goal in achieving this um, certain outcome of um, this qualification is is like, how would I say this? It's like a, a, a double emotional um, attachment to the end because I'm going to feel very accomplished in doing so, but I'm also going, there's a monetary outcome that's involved for myself at the end of it. So there's there's a double motivation to it. So then there's, going to be more emotional like emotions to connect with at the end in achieving achieving so tracking our progress so always tracking your progress um whether it be very incremental um is is like is is such a fundamental and and also having checkpoints where you're at uh throughout those goals so an example is, okay, so I was to climb Mount Everest. Um, I'm starting now. It's six months out. Say it, uh, at the two-month mark, I need to be achieving um, walks up to, say, 2,000 um, metres above sea level. Maybe that's, maybe that's even higher than what we'd get in this country. But you would – or it's it's – getting to the highest point possible um, on a climb and doing that multiple times uh, by X time, say two months into the six-month um, transition of goal. So it's having something in place so there's measurables in place so you know you're tracking towards your goal. In, in business, that might be, um, certain sales. So, if you want to um, make hundred thousand dollars more profit per month, you need X more sales, and you want to achieve that and get to that hundred grand mark by a six month mark. So, it's working back from there and knowing what you need in order to achieve that and breaking that down. So, you know that you need need to add 
X more per month in order to get there to know that you're tracking in the right direction. Um, and then planning ahead using tools um, or lists um, and, to, and sorry, tools like like Google Calendar or, or calendar apps and whatnot and also just time blocking your time. So um, for me, uh, I know that uh, there's so many things that I want to achieve. I want to, um, I want to maintain a relationship first and foremost. I want to spend time with my family and my extended family, like my mum, brother, sister. Um, I want to do this podcast. Uh, I want to also show up and give 100% to my day job, Monday to Friday. I want to maintain great friendships and great re- relationships uh, with other men and other women for that matter. So in, in saying all that, I need to also prioritize joy as well and having fun. So uh, I'm a big believer of blocking out time and actually maximizing the time that we do have in order to achieve everything that we want to achieve in order to feel as accomplished as we can possibly feel. And, and by feeling that way, we're going to feel like we're contributing not only to our own life every day, but we're contributing to the greater good as well. A big thing for me, and I'm, I'm like, uh, I, it's something I've really worked on on the last few years, is limiting my multitasking. So focusing on one thing at a given time. So I don't mean one thing at a given time in my life, but more so one thing at a time. So if I'm sitting here and I'm doing this podcast, or if I'm sitting and write, doing some writing, I'm just doing that. If I'm cooking dinner, I might be cooking dinner and maybe listening to something at the very most. But trying to limit the things that we're doing to just one thing at a time so we're fully present in what we're doing and then we're not like just shifting attention because when we're going to get more done and we're going to enjoy the process of what we're doing at the given time and it's going to be you're going to be far more efficient if you're focused on that one thing at that given time. My last one here would be review and adjust uh, weekly and daily. So evaluating at the end of each day and the end of each week, like what worked, what didn't work and what slight adjustments could I make uh, going into tomorrow or going into the next week. If you're someone who has... um, (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I would say I wanted to say a lot of routine but I p- probably should say routine like myself um, when we're, when and where I am um, time incrementing it, it could I, I could feel at times like I'm burning out a little bit so it's like dialing back somewhere um, somewhere where I'm where I've got a little bit of imp, uh, too much output um, and that might be a case of like, pulling back on training one day. It might be a case of giving myself a sleep in one morning opposed to getting up at 4.15 a.m. every morning. Um, One day a week, if I'm feeling a little bit that way and having that reflection time and reviewing where I'm at and, and how I'm feeling. And it's just actually just sitting with yourself 
and checking in with yourself and being like, how do I actually feel? And, and connecting with what some people would call their intuition. But I just feel like it's just actually sitting with your given self and feeling into what's actually going on at the given time. What are my energy levels like? And do I need to pull back on anything? Do How did I show up in this environment? Um, did I do my best in this area? It's, it's giving like a little review of your whole life, including your energy input and output. So I hope those tips serve you well and I look forward to uh, hearing you listening on the next episode. Thank you for joining myself, Giovanni Clary, on today's episode of the Everyday Leader podcast. I hope you gain some skills, tools, or knowledge bombs to take away and implement into your everyday life or leadership journey. Be sure to share this episode with any friends, family, or work colleagues that you might feel will benefit from today's learnings. 